Hi everyone, Alex here. Just a quick note before we begin this newest episode of Raise the Roof. We did forget to mention that our co-host Evan is celebrating his 21st birthday today. So we wanted to wish quickly happy birthday to him because we didn't mention that and I wanted to make sure that we did. And also the World Series rosters have been set for the Rays and are out. To my knowledge, the only players that have been replaced are Jose Alvarado and Aaron Sleggers on the pitching staff. Ryan Sheriff was brought in as a new pitcher and Brett Phelps was brought back into the position pool roster part of it as an outfielder. So just a few quick updates about that before um, uh, the game tonight. I am recording this on Tuesday afternoon, so obviously very excited about this game and I hope everyone is too. So with that being said, let's start the episode. You know, we got a, a group of, or a, you know, a bunch of excited group of guys in there. Um, excited to try to take advantage of a huge opportunity that's uh, presented itself to us. And uh, we've worked for this opportunity. And, and once again, we, um, we want to finish this the right way, our way. And uh, we'll see if we're capable of doing that. But we're very confident we're ready to go. It's time to raise the roof as tomorrow, or I guess today, the Tampa Bay Rays will be facing the Los Angeles Dodgers in game one of the 2020 World Series. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Raise the Roof. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, I guess the gang is all here. The trio is here. Uh, we are here to discuss a World Series preview as the Rays are heading into their second ever World Series in franchise history. Uh, Evan was not on the podcast uh, yesterday, or I guess it was yesterday, but... Uh, so we haven't gotten his reaction from how the ALCS was from his perspective. And I'm going to quickly go over how game seven was for me. And I guess if you guys have any thoughts about that, which I'm sure Evan, you're going to talk about in just a second, we can, we can go into that. Uh, and then just a couple other quick hits and then we'll get straight into the preview. So first off, Evan, uh, the Razor in the world series, uh, how did that ALCS go for you? I mean, mm -hmm. That was that was one of the worst things I've ever had to watch. Like that was <laughs> that was just brutal. Like I mean, you go up three zero, like not in a good way at all. Like I mean, they gave Altuve gave us a lot of runs, but we did cap. I mean, we capitalized them. Good, good teams capitalize on other teams' mistakes, and we did do that. But I mean, good lord, like mm, that was. If we lost that game, that would have been the worst sports moment I've ever had in my life. And being a race yeah. fan and being a Chargers fan, it can't get much worse than that. <laughs> but um, good Lord, I mean, that was – I didn't think there was – I mean, I, I liked how we had Morton on the mound on game seven. But just that was I, – I can't say anything, but that was brutal to watch. Just the games four through six, like we didn't even play that bad. Like we played pretty well, I thought. But we just couldn't get it done, and then Game Seven comes around. But this team, this team plays well against with their backs up against the wall. Like I know we lost Game Five last year, but the wildcard game last year we looked really good. Game Five against the Yankees this year, we looked. I mean, our pitching was unreal that game. We didn't do much offensively, but we did enough to get the job done. And then once again, Charlie does really well. I mean, you you don't want anybody else on that mound in that situation, and. Charlie, you know what, Morton. Um, but um, I was I was afraid when they took him out in the sixth because I was like, he was he was under seventy pitches. He was rolling. I was like, dude, just let him pitch the rest of the game. Like he's on a roll he was, right now. He was, he was, I think he was forty nine pitches through five innings, which I don't think I've ever seen from a raised pitcher before. That's just absurd. 
Yeah, or something. I, he was I going... thought it was higher. I didn't know it was that low. I yeah, think it, it was, it was, it was low, but I thought he was around like 70 within the sixth inning, and I was like, why are they taking him out? He doesn't have that many I, pitches under his belt. He was, I know he was 30 through three. I'm pretty sure he was 49 five, but I could be wrong. It but was, I mean, it was I, a really low you count. You can't get a better start than that. Yeah. You can't get a better start than that. Two-run bomb in the first by none other than Randy. I mean – Randy Arizona. And then Zanino, absolute moonshot in the second inning. And then, man, I thought I thought that sack fly was out. Off <laughs> that, I thought it was out. But, um, I got so hyped. But, I mean, we it wasn't the prettiest series at all. Like, I mean, we probably didn't deserve to win that series. We were just the better team. And, I, I mean, and, I mean, the two best teams are in the World Series, no doubt. I mean, you can't really dispute that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I got. It was ugly, but good teams find a way to win. And we did that. So, yeah, I, I completely agree. It was, I mean, it was crazy. I mean, we talked me and Gibby talked about this, but I was just kind of in shock. I mean, I guess for me talking about what I was doing during game seven. So for those that don't know, I'm extremely superstitious. So like I have to wear, like I have to sit in the same place. I have to do the same exact stuff that I'm normally doing. I have to wear the same clothes. Like, it's really bad how superstitious I am. So for this game, I did all that, and I, I like, quickly washed all of my stuff because I was like, oh, maybe if I wash it, it'll be, like, a clean slate because I didn't do that before games, uh, you know, like, you know, like the games that they lost. So I did that stuff, and then I sat down in the same chair that I normally sit in for the games, and I was working on editing a podcast, and I was listening to a 70s R&B and soul playlist on Spotify the entire game. And I think I was the calmest that I've ever been. <laughs> like, I was in, like, another place in just terms of, like, tranquility. And, and I just when, – when that last out happened, I, I finally, after all of, like, the time of me stressing out, because I didn't want to move. Like, I literally couldn't move because I was like, oh, crap, if I move, something bad's going to happen. And then that last out happened, and I was like, oh, okay, he's going to be out. I can celebrate. And I just went off. Oh, me too. We had – we like, there was a good amount of people over at our house here in College Park, and um, everybody – I mean, everybody, I think, in the world was going for the Rays in that series. And they, we all just – I mean, I was stressed out the whole day the whole game and when that when that final pop out happened I was we all went nuts we like there was probably 10-15 people in the living room and we all just went nuts and it was awesome to finally have everybody on the race side because no one ever is a race fan so yeah it's good to have that that's true and uh so so speaking of that because me and Gibby talked about this so uh people immediately started dogging and clowning ESPN and Sports Center because on Twitter they said the Astros have been eliminated from the postseason instead of saying the Rays went to the World Series, even though one of the accounts did, one of the accounts did it. And again, when we talked about this, I was like, ESPN's trying to get them views and them clicks. So more people are going to click to say, oh, the Astros lost because the Astros cheated and they had the scandal and all of that, than saying, oh, the Rays won, because I'm sure that not that many people care about the Rays. I mean, I think their Twitter account just hit 600,000 followers. So like... I mean, you would think that a team like the Rays would have a lot more than 600,000 followers on their Twitter account, considering that, like, there are YouTubers that have way more followers on their account than the Rays do. But, I mean... That's, like, that's like every... I mean, not, not a lot of 
sports teams have a big following. I mean, like. Well, that is true. I just expected the Rays to have more. I mean, they're they're getting yeah, up there, which is good. They're they're, yeah. they're getting up there, but like, I mean, there is something. It's the where, best. It's easily the best MLB Twitter. I will. I cannot one hundred percent say that because there are okay, three other. Tw- no, there are three other Twitter accounts, MLB team Twitter accounts that I would say could compete. That okay. is the Marlins, the Indians, and the Rockies. Because okay. I follow all three of them. I think the Rockies. I think were were like far and above the best at one point and the Marlins have come up with a like 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 have come out with a vengeance this year and have put out some great content and then the the Marlins I haven't I don't follow the other two so and then and then the Indians have always been consistently good like I know like a year ago they were like if this gets a uh because it was going to be like zero degrees in Cleveland one day uh, they were like if this gets a million retweets we'll lick the foul pole and it ended up getting like eighty thousand retweets, which is not a million retweets, but it's just hilarious because like, why is a major league baseball team tweeting this out? <laughs> this is so stupid. But yeah, no, the, no, Ray's Twitter has been good, and I think they've someone must be moderating the subreddit because the Ray's Twitter account's looking a lot like the subreddit recently. I think they just they're just on it. Like they see all the memes. And they're just like, no, they're, and it's uh, really fast. It's really fast too. I know what you're saying. Like, yeah, you know, you know, them and Pete Fairbanks are definitely. Yeah, this pleases Pete Fairbanks. I love it, dude. Pete, Pete, Pete Fairbanks is one of the creepiest guys I've ever seen. Oh, he freaks me out. on on the mound. He looks like he's on drugs. He's on a line of coke. He literally, his eyes are like. I mean, if he's a ma- see me on the podcast, but they. I mean, his eyes are. He looks like he just saw like eight ghosts in a row. It's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's only that. He's on, It's only that scary when he's on the mound. Like uh, uh, the rest of the time, his face, his eyes are completely normal. No, no but the, he's meme on the mound, of him? He's got the killer instinct. If I was on the, if I was in the batter's box, I'd be like, dude, I'm, I'm out. Like, just strike me out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, but if you, you, I mean, if you First look at all, the best thrown heat. Second of all, this guy looks like he just saw the devil. Like, the- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it, yeah, there's like a meme that says like like what Gibby was talking about. This pleases Peter Fairbanks, and it's like a it's like his face, but it's like pixelated. It doesn't look the same, and like he looks like he's possessed. <laughs> just straight up, he looks. Yeah, like it's he's all possessed. like all the it's all it's really bright. And it's, <laughs> yeah. it's it's just funny. It's funny. yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, so Ray's Twitter is doing great. <laughs> the subreddit's doing great. I'm making sure to contribute a lot to it, um, and I'm so happy I picked the Brandon Lau thing early on because now no one else can take that, and it's all me. You see, I want to post, but I'm not funny and creative enough. See, I just I just make a lot of low effort memes and they work. So that's 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 fun. The people love the Randy Rosarena meme, so that was great. <laughs> So I think another thing to t- to talk about, which again made Ray's Twitter go absolutely crazy today, was number one Ray's prospect, number one prospect in baseball, Wander Franco, who is on the who is in the Ray's playoff player pool, which I think is a forty man player pool. Posted a picture on Instagram on his story of him with his World Series jersey, and now everyone in the world thinks that Wander Franco is going to come up and play in the World Series, even though he literally has been in the player pool for the entire postseason. So, you guys, if he ends up being added on to the roster, is that a good idea or a bad idea? I always think – I just think there's no possible way <laughs> they will put him in. Like, if Adamas gets injured, they might just put in a different guy. Like, I think he's just there to be there. Making your MLB start in in the World Series is just craziness. Like, that would be – that would be insane. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't just, want I it to happen. Think, I, don't, I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll get it. There's no way. I don't think. I don't even think the Rays would like. Be like <laughs> they tend to be that team that like kind of goes the other direction, kind of plays the way they play. I don't even think they would stoop to that. To be honest, not that he's bad or anything. I mean, he's no, really no, good. He's not bad. It's just. It's just like. What are you doing? Why would you do that? <laughs> Evan, how do you feel about it? I mean, I think it's just people's, I guess, ignorance towards who is actually on the team because he's been on the team the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I think people just didn't realize that. And he finally posted that, which, I mean, was hilarious. It was. Well, he literally posted a photo of the jersey for the wild card series, and everyone just seems to forget that that happened. Yeah, I mean, he already posted a he already yeah. posted a playoff jersey photo earlier this season. Like he posts like he posts like every pregame, and he was in the photo on the <laughs> when we took the ALCS picture. So I mean, like he's always been there. I don't know what people are freaking out about. <laughs> no, watch, he's gonna come in. He's gonna hit like six hundred. He's gonna have like eight home runs. It's just. Him and him and a Rosarena are about about like combined one thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I think uh, I mean I don't know if we mentioned that before, but yeah, Randy Rosarena was the ALCS MVP. Uh, well deserved hey, honor for him. Uh, so we're very excited. Uh, he's bringing his cowboy boots. I don't know. I still haven't found out if they did the post game dance battle because they've done that the last two series, and I was very much expecting it. And me and me and Gibby both made our predictions. I think you picked you you picked Randy and I picked Brett, and it just didn't happen to my knowledge, which I'm really yeah, sad about. Just, yeah, I'm I'm sad about that, but I, I was oh. watching on his live. What about a third party there? What about G Man? I feel like G Man's got it, especially G Man was throwing down some beers. He probably pulled out some K-pop moves. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. So are we talking about yo? Well, so 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 far for those that don't know, the dance battle has been between Brett Phillips and Randy. But like, are you saying that like G Man would come in as oh, like G Man would have came and put the show from that? I'm telling you. Oh, he would. St- he would completely steal the show. Oh, so, 100%. So basically, G Man's gonna be the challenger. He's he like, if things happen, he's gonna be the new challenger. challenger oh, G Man! If we win the World Series, no doubt about it. I got. I'll put money on G Man. G Man's gonna break. G Man's gonna break the tie. It's gonna be a three-way tie for the best dance dancer on the team i hope hope next time they're dancing the bgs because that'd be cool i don't know that would be cool or if they dance the california love oh yeah that'd be cool (laughs) because that's kenley's walkout song uh so speaking of kenley uh so the rays are playing uh you know really uh you know they're they're playing the los angeles should we talk about game seven of of the NLCS? Oh, we should, because, like, Mookie we probably Betts. talk about that. Yo, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> yeah, so... Mookie's on some other crap. <laughs> yeah, getting into our opponent. Um, So, in Game 7, Braves kind of rip on Tucker a little bit Um, in the beginning, the first couple innings. They get, like, two runs in the first, right? But Dodgers... But... Yeah, yeah, it was May, and then it was Gonsolin. Yeah, May. Sorry. Yeah. But, but they were kind of... They were kind of... Uh, on May a little bit, mm-hmm. and so they scored. They scored two first. Um, Dodgers come right back. Um, they get a single, two RBIs, and then who hit the home run on the Braves? Dansby. Then, Dansby at the home run. Okay. Uh, but I don't know if he made it. I don't know if that was to make it two zero or if that was to make it three zero. No, that or, was or three. It was two. It was two zero, and then it was two two, and then it was three two. Yeah. And then the Dodgers tied it up, and then Bellinger hit his home run. 
Yeah, yeah. Kike That's hit right. the uh, Kike, Kike hit the game tying home run, and then and wow, Rollins are Atlanta, loaded on one. Atlanta, I'm sorry, it's you're just a choke city. It's it's yeah. official. At this point. I'm sorry. Like, it's, I feel it's for him. Force of, I feel really bad for you guys. Uh, I'm really sorry. Like, yo, it's okay. Uh, Atlanta United, Atlanta United won a really title in up. soccer. It's okay. They did it. Hey, hey, coming from a team who almost blew a three-zero lead, I can't imagine. Yeah, I yeah, can't like, imagine. I'm so, so glad. Like, I'd be, I'd be very. Oh, I'm not happy right now. I wouldn't when, watch a game of the World Series if we lost that game. No when doubt the best team in your city is a soccer team, literally. <laughs> And Georgia football got obliterated, or they lost by seventeen, but they—they're just not. I'm really oh, sorry. Oh, I, the second, oh, the second half wasn't good. And Georgia Tech, the yeah, actual I, team that's in that's in Atlanta, lost hey, at least seventy-three to seven to Clemson. At least they have Augusta still. It's still, you can't lose with Augusta. So, but. I feel like Tampa just drained all of um, whatever sports luck they had going in Georgia. Just <laughs> kept it all to themselves. Yeah, my condolences to all Atlanta sports fans. I, I mean, blowing a three-one lead versus blowing a three-zero lead is different. But I mean, I'm I'm sorry. Like I'm genuinely sorry. I feel bad for you guys. Also, little known fact that Atlanta is the only city in the U.S. to have lost two hockey teams. They had two different NHL teams and they lost both of them, <laughs> which is just an amazing fact. Also, a terrible idea to have hockey in Atlanta because it. They showed it twice. It doesn't work. Yeah, maybe third time's a charm. No, <laughs> they shouldn't do it again. No, it didn't work the first two times. They they can't just keep going to it. I don't think it's gonna work. No, it's not gonna. No, man. The, uh, I'm sure the Orlando Solar Bears are more of a are more of a steady yeah, hockey yes. team. Yes. <laughs> yes. One million times, yes. Shout out to the ECHL. (laughs) Random shout out to the ECHL. But yeah, I've been to those games before. They're fun. Where at the Amway Center or at the Amway Arena? Yeah, it's at the Amway. Yeah, Amway Center where the Magic play. Yeah, I don't know if it was called the Center of the Arena. That's why I asked. But yeah, so so we do have to talk about uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers, who the Rays are playing. Um, Yes. Obviously, for those that don't know, the Dodgers are like really good. Yeah, like, they are. <laughs> best record in baseball. I think they had the highest winning percentage of a season in Major League Baseball history, or they tied with it. Uh, they went 43-17 and 17 in the regular season. Um, I mean, if you want to go over the players in their lineup, Cody Bellinger, Justin Turner, Jock Peterson, Chris Taylor, Mookie Betts, who's, like, just there, but it's like, oh, he's there. Okay. You have to hit a home run five feet over – over the fence if you want to score because yeah. that man's going to snatch it if it's like, yeah. anywhere close we to that were, first row. We Corey Seager? Like, we were only three games behind this team. That's the thing. Like, Yeah. Yeah, but crazy. like they – I know, but they coasted to that record. Like like the race worked for the record. The, the Dodgers just said we're just going to win that many games and we're not going to care. I mean, they did play in a – I mean, their division was like pretty good record-wise, but they got obliterated in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, but, we'll we'll never know how good the teams. That's why I don't like about the season. We'll never know how good the teams were compared to each other. Yeah. Like we won't we won't know if the West was actually just bad, or if the Central was bad, or if the East was actually. Okay, good. no. Like, uh, we'll okay, know. the Central was actually bad though. Central was actually bad. Three teams in the playoffs, and not one of them make it past the first round. That's like. Yeah, that's bad. The NL three teams in the AL, and all yeah. and all seven of them lost. In the first round, which is not good. Mm. Uh, yeah, not so, good. 
Yeah, crazy stuff. But yeah, so the Dodgers are really good. Oh, we, we didn't even mention the freaking pitching staff. I mean, Walker Bueller, uh, Clayton Kershaw, uh, Dustin May, like I said, Tony Gonsolin, Kenley Jansen. I feel like I'm missing another starting pitcher in there that's really good. Who am I missing in my starting rotation? It's like other than Bueller and Kershaw. Is there another guy in there? I'm trying to think. Who's their, uh, who's their other good pitcher? Uh, Urias. Or Urias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Julio Urias. Um, there's probably like one or two other guys that I'm missing. They just have so many play- good players on that team. <laughs> so we're going to try to dissect this as much as possible. Also, side note, for those that are Maryland baseball fans, of which I hope that there are so many of you on here, one of the – there there is a guarantee – 100% guarantee that a Maryland Terrapin will be winning a World Series ring this year because Brandon Lau is on the Rays and Adam Kalark, who used to be on the Rays, is on the Dodgers now because the Rays traded him to the Dodgers and he's low-key been one of their best relievers. So Maryland has a guaranteed World Series ring this year for the first time since Ron Swoboda did it from the Miracle New York Mets in 1969. So shout out to Maryland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me and me, me and Evan are Evans at Maryland. I went to Maryland, so you know, for us, it's for us, it's cool. <laughs> I, I don't know about Evan. Sure, else, but, sure. <laughs> go Terps, baby. Yeah, go Terps. Except for football, because because we're probably gonna get clapped by Northwestern, even though Northwestern. I mean, it'd be good. nice if uh, Brandon Lau could hit a baseball too. No offense, I know. <laughs> yeah. in front of you, Alex. But he uh, got one. He got no, one. I know, I know. I, I know, I know, he, I know. He played like crap. He, he he's he, he's been terrible this postseason. Does he have one this this postseason? He has, he has one. I think he has two hits, and one of them was a home run, and one was an infield single. So. Yeah, one, one was a bunt single. <laughs> yeah. What a legend! <laughs> yeah. And really, the bat is him swinging at sliders out of the zone, and then fastballs up. Yeah, no, think, he's he's in a slump right now. He's gonna. I mean, I'm sorry, but I think I could strike him out. Yeah. I'm, oh. I'm, yeah. Oh. I, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about him, but maybe he'll turn it on in the World Series. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to jinx him right now. It's okay. He's yeah, safe. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, gonna, he's, uh, he's probably going to poop on us. He, he's going to listen to the podcast. Three dingers in the first game. And he's going to be mad about it. Yeah, he's going to have. He's a dog. Dingers. Dogs are hungry. Oh, the Rays are dogs right now. Three weeks. So. Yeah, that is true. Hey, the Rays are dogs right now because I'm sure they're very heavy underdogs against the Dodgers. But so let's just go through this quickly. So, <laughs> offense, who's better? Not well, I'll guess. <laughs> some some MF named Randy. Can we not? The one time, can we not censor that, please? The, <laughs> I know, but that's what it is. It's literally just says some MF name, name, named Randy. That's oh, what the meme oh, is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't say the full curse word. No, but Cash cursed in the uh, – he cursed – uh, in the locker room after the game, I don't know if you got. Wait, wasn't that on Randy's story or whose story was that on? Uh, that was someone, like Fairbanks or something. Yeah, so like, someone, someone went live was, on Insta and I was uh, fired up after that. Yeah, Cash dropped the f bomb and everyone went nuts. But yeah, so I think it's a consensus that the Dodgers have a much better offense. I think he said, "Let's play some mother effing baseball" or something like that. Well, Let's he go said, play. "Yeah, I think he said like let's be like the mother effing world champions or something like that." Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, so yeah, so consensus Dodgers better better offense. Yeah, yeah. Slightly. Say, I don't know, we got Randy. I'll go I'll Randy Randy's not as good as the Dodgers. <laughs> Randy I mean like come on. I mean I saw something crazy today where what? they combined it was 
it was Kershaw's contract that he's getting paid this year. And Mookie oh, yeah, Betts, and Mookie's contract. It's like, and it it's was like less $26 than... million. And the Rays' total total uh, prorated salary for this year is $28 million. I, I saw that, too. I don't understand how that's possible because doesn't Charlie get paid $15 million a year? Yeah, but, no, but no, they, they no, changed the prorated contracts salary. this they had to change the contracts this season. Prorated so salary because like, they only played sixty games instead of. I was they gonna, got paid like half. I all that. I was like, I was like, Charlie gets paid half of the Tampa Bay Rays payroll. I was like, he's not that good. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> Charlie like, Borton is automatic. Like, he's god tier. Like, <laughs> no, I think I think normally. I, I, if like, it's going by 37%, then I think we're in, like, the 70 to $80 million range. So he's uh, – okay. Yeah, so uh, he's then, like, say, uh, a quarter of our payroll. <laughs> I was like, poor Glass now and Snell, dog. They're getting hosed over there. <laughs> 15 million a year, and they're getting paid, like, six digits. Like, what? Yeah, no, uh, no, no. He's definitely not getting paid 15 a year this year. But <laughs> Evan – Evan, uh, how do you feel about the uh, the battle of the offenses here? Yeah, I mean, I'm. I think I'd be dumb to say that the Rays have a better offense. I hate. I mean, especially now that everybody else on the team, other than a Rosarena, is batting like sub two hundred. Yeah. I mean, if we didn't have a Rosarena, we probably would have lost the Yankees in four. So, but um, I mean, G-Man's look. Pr- I mean, G-Man doesn't get a lot of scary hits. at the plate. He gets a lot of walks, though. I mean, just men on base. I mean, it's just get on base. Um, Timely hitting. But, but Yon, I mean, we got to hit it with runners on base. Like, we are not a home run hitting team, and we cannot rely solely on the long ball, especially in Globe Life Field, because that is not a home run fr- friendly like ballpark. But it has been a lot more since they – so I think it was when the roof was closed, it was a lot less homer friendly. But since the roof's been open, the ball's been flying. Well, hopefully they have some good weather there because hopefully they don't have to close the roof because of rain because of that because we can't hit with the runners on base. But um, yeah. I mean, we put together some good bats, like. But Yandy's got to be doing something. Yandy, I don't remember the last time Yandy had an oppo- opposite field hit. That's what he does. Meadow, Meadows had a good. I mean, he had a big home run in Game Five against the Yankees. But other than that, he hasn't done much. Obviously, Bilal, I know we already talked about him struggling big time. Other than, like, Zanino, Margot, I mean, it's, def- it's definitely the Dodgers in that. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, I'd like to see them against our pitching because we played two really good o- offenses in the playoffs, and we both – and we shut them down kind of, I guess, pretty well, considering yeah. how good their offense is. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well, that leads me into the pitching. So, uh, Gibby, who do you think has the edge right now? In pitching, oh yeah, I mean Kershaw is like not doing too great in the postseason so far. Yeah, playoff Kershaw is a whole different animal than regular season Kershaw. People forget yep. that. Yep, yep. Um, I'm a, I I have to give us the advantage, of course. I think I don't think anyone will dispute that. I think everyone kind of sees this as pitching versus hitting, kind of like two different like kind of philosophies in baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the Rays bullpen is. Really good, but apparently the Dodgers had a better bullpen ERA. Dodgers got a really good bullpen. Oh, the Dodgers have a very uh, but good But in terms bullpen. of starting pitching, we definitely have the starting pitching edge. But yeah. I don't – I mean, there's no way the Dodgers – I think the Rays probably had a worse bullpen ERA because they had more innings. I, I doubt the Dodgers had more innings than the Rays did in the bullpen. Yeah. Which could – I mean, the ta- I mean the bullpen taxes 
I mean, the amount of innings taxed our arms. And we've had a lot of injuries in our bullpen, too, which hurts. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd, I'd give the pitching to us because, one, Bueller and Kershaw have both been dealing with some sort of injuries. Kershaw's back isn't doing too well. Yeah, li- literally, I just checked MLB.com. Their rotation is just Kershaw and Bueller. Yeah. That's what I see on MLB.com. It's, it's a two-man rotation. And, and they're both somewhat – they're not 100% either. Bueller has blisters, and Kershaw got stra- scratched in the ALS, or NLCS because of his back. So, I mean, I, ne- I never hope for an injury. I want these two teams to be full strength because yeah. I want it to be a series. But, I mean, you, they, I mean, they're not at full strength. And, Kershaw, like you said, Kershaw in the playoffs. Um, Glass now, I, I mean, you can't, get, you can't get much better than Glass now selling Morton. So, mm-hmm. yeah, starting pitching has got to be the Rays. I mean, that's always our kind of go-to, so, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, definitely starting pitching to us. Bullpen is very even. Um, they do have two former Rays, so Jake McGee and Kolarik, like I said. Uh, they they just – they have Blake Trinan, who used to be Oakland's closer and was amazing with Oakland, and they're just like, oh, we're just going to add you to the Dodgers now because why not? And he's just insane. Like like I said, Kenley Jansen's really good. Bruce Starr has been really good. Um, he's only 20. I am older than Bruce Star Gratterall by like a month, and I don't like that. <laughs> so he's he's only 22. He's throwing absolute cheese. Um, I mean, Joe Kelly is very he can he can throw very wild, but he's still good. Uh, like we said, Arias, May, and Gonsolin have all been good, and they're probably going to use them in some sort of an opener thing. Like the Dodgers are most like us when it comes to they're going to use one of those guys and then they're going to go to just bullpen for the rest of the game because they just don't yeah. have the starting pitching to take them far. Mm-hmm. Well, especially with the day off, they, I mean, I think they're, I mean, if we get to the point where the second day off matters, but there's two days off in the world series, which is huge for both teams. Obviously yeah. like, I think it benefits the Rays more because we use our bullpen more. I think, I mean, I guess maybe not if the Dodgers only have two starting pitchers, but I mean, we use our bull, we use, the same guys in our bullpen more, I would say. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give the Rays. Uh, I'm gonna give the Rays the edge overall when it comes to uh, when it comes to pitching, and then defense. Oh. oh boy, is it close because like the Dodgers have done some things that are stupid this postseason. Mookie Betts has done some things. Yeah, and Bellinger player though. Bellinger's really good too, but like. Mookie Betts really tips that scale for the Dodgers. He's so good. Like, it's really – I mean, it's really close. I would – I don't know. It's just insane that the they just been, like – how did they fleece the – how did they fleece the Red Sox? Like, that's so – in- Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but – so, so, I guess, you know, Mookie specifically, but, like, the entire team, is is it is it just like a – you know, is Mookie just like a smoke shadow or is it um, – or like a smoke oh, screen? No, it's very is, real. It's very real. Or like, they're, or like, is the Dodgers' defense good? It's good. It's but good. Is it, I mean, so are, are they, in comparison, who's better? I would say we're just. I guess this is just my bias coming up. I'm gonna say us because, like, okay. the way we've been performing, like in these in these playoff games, has been crazy. Uh, I mean, last series, two of our games, we won because of defense. Like, yeah, I completely agree. I would take I would take Kevin Kiermaier and Willie Adams over anybody in Hunter Renfro. <laughs> and Renfro, well, Renfro not usually, but that game three was unreal. I mean, yeah, that was and, and Margot. I think that one, that game three was the most 
the the best defensive game I think I've ever seen of any MLB team. We made I think we probably could have had every like Sports Center top ten play be a Rays highlight from that night. Yeah, like we yeah, made, that was that was the Margot game, right? That was the one, or was that no, game the, two? Margot's was game two, and then game three was when Kevin had two really good catches. Renfro had two really good catches. Wendell had like three good stops. Yeah. Oh, and Wendell. My bad. I forgot about Wendell. Wendell's been unreal at third base. Joseph Wendell, an absolute god. <laughs> my, that's my god. See, that's the thing I think that's going to be fun about this World Series is that people are going to find out about all these random Rays players. They're, They're going like, to be like, that guy's not – he doesn't have any gloves. What is he doing? <laughs> Yeah, like, no gloves. Like Joey, went, man? Joey Wendell went to Westchester. Uh, Josh <laughs> Fleming went to Webster Unit College. So like two D three guys. Brasso was an undrafted player. Like there's just all these random guys that are on this team that they've just assimilated. I, I think if you went out on the street and asked at random, can you name one player on the Rays? I bet twenty five percent of the people could do that. I, and they would just say Evan Longoria. Or and they probably would say Evan <laughs> <laughs> Probably would. No, I'd be like, yo, Andy Sonnenstein, and then see what happens. He's <laughs> throwing an absolute shout. <laughs> Deep cut. PJ Upton, my guy. <laughs> uh, Dewan Brazelton, which is the only old Rays player that I remember because I have a card of him. And I think he only pitched, like, five games with the Rays, and he had, like, a negative, like, .06 war. He was oh just not good. You can have a negative. <laughs> he was I'm not mention, good. I, I don't I didn't even know you could have negative in that. Oh, no, you can have a negative war. Some people have some really bad oh, negative yeah. wars. I think that Chris Davis had a negative war last year. I think he probably had I one mean, too, but So, yeah, so let's let's quickly get on to keys and let's wrap this thing up. So, I mean. Oh, wait, I had one more thing to say. Oh, one I more thing. One more, um, Important take about, from, from Gibby here. Just about um, – this is more of like a town storyline thing. So okay. now Tampa's got one of the core four uh, uh, rings already, yeah. like core four sports. Yeah. Um, and then LA's got the other one. So now they're fighting for title town supremacy. <laughs> this is so, true. <laughs> so whoever wins is is the new title town. And then the Bucks looked really good yesterday. Yeah. So. Yeah, they, the box they kicked really good. Wait, I, I I got something for this there. It's just a flag. <laughs> I forgot this is an audio. This is an audio podcast. <laughs> this is an flag. audio medium, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Gibby just took out a Bucks flag and started <laughs> for those listening to the audio medium, which is the only way to listen to this. But yeah, this, you guys can listen to the flag waving in the background. You guys can yeah. hear like ASMR of it. Maybe you can hear it. Yeah, no, it was pretty loud. It was very violent. <laughs> but yeah, so let's get on to some some uh, some some keys to the series, and let's wrap this thing up. Uh, so I guess for both of you guys, uh, what's changed uh, from the ALDS and the Wild Card series and the ALCS to this series? Are the keys going to be similar to what they were before? What's funny is that nothing's really changed. Um, okay. <laughs> I feel like we're still, we're, still, we're still talking about the same things we were last series and the series yeah, before that. We were just like, it can't just be A-Rods, right? Like, like, that's what we said last time. It's like, we can't let it just be A-Rods. We got to get some hitting going. And, you know, and then we, and then we rag on Brighton Lau for having a kind of a, a down postseason. Oh, that means um, we should have like hyped him up because then maybe it would have. Yeah, uh, see, yeah, I'm, I'm, re- I'm ready for him. Dog on him. 
Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm jinxing. Dude, we're supposed to hype him up. Yeah, yeah he's, he's playing both sides. Yeah. He's got oh, he's playing I'm both sides. He's going to listen to the podcast. He's going to be angry. He's going to be so fuming. Sorry, he's going to break, his, he's Sorry, gonna break like three bats. He's listening Sorry, to the podcast. Avid listener yeah, Brandon. It's just the same. Hey, Brandon, if you're listening, I got I got your jersey, so I'm as mad as you are. So. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise. But, but uh, I'll continue. Um, yeah, it's just the same thing. It's like we gotta get hitting. Like now, it's the Dodgers. Like there's no like you you got. There you literally got is no turning back because this is the last. There's year. no turning. There's no, there's no more like like waiting. You gotta hit now. Like we were kind of <laughs> lucky these last two series. I mean, not that it's all luck. I mean, we got we got a lot of skill, but like something's landed in our favor, and so like. You, we really gotta get hitting. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't. I don't care about the pitching. Pitching's great. Defense is great. It's all our hitting right now. Timely hitting. I mean, I think that's how good this team is, though. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like we've. I mean, I think we played really, really well against the Yankees. I think we played. I mean, we played as well as possible, and we did enough to win that series. We played really well against the Blue Jays, but this past series we didn't play that well, and we still won four games. We still made it. We still won the pennant. And the Astros and, were a good team. Like I know that people were dogging on the Astros, but the Astros were for real in that series. And they were hot. They were a hot team. They scored about a million runs against the A's in that series. I yeah. feel like every time I was watching that series, they would hit like five home runs in every game. So they were hitting really well. Correa was hitting really well. Springer was hitting. Their core five were hitting really, really well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, my key that I'll, I'll always go with is that our starters got to go long in the games, got to go five at least, hopefully even six. Because, um, I mean, if this team gets the lead after five, after the starter goes out, if the team gets the lead, we're most likely going to win the game. Like, mo- like most, uh, most times than not, we're going to win the game. Mm-hmm. So that's always a big key. Um, but, uh, yeah, hit with runners on base. Like, it doesn't even have to be, like, with runners in scoring position, even a runner on first with two outs, get a single there, move them over, and like just get some confidence back. Can't rely on the long ball that much. Um, but yeah, those are my two. Just starters got to go far, like I always say, and hit with runners in scoring position or runners on base. Sorry. My thing is the same thing. I mean, similar to what you guys are saying, they have to make pitchers work. If the Dodgers have two starters right now on their death chart. That means that after that, it's it's all bullpen arms or long relievers, which means that they have to make Kershaw and Bueller work on the mound. They did that with Lance McCullers Jr. in game seven because he threw 30 pitches in the first inning. If you can make a guy work early in the game, make you know get to a full count, work out a long at-bat, foul off a few pitches, work out a walk, or – I mean, even if it's an out, make it a productive out. And a productive out in this situation is having an eight-pitch at bat. And if there's a guy on base, then moving the guy over. And like Evan just said, driving a guy in in scoring position. If you can get to their pitching, uh, their starters at least, that means that they're going to have to use their bullpen a lot more and their bullpen's going to be extremely taxed. Mm-hmm. And that's the key for the Rays is that they need to find that ability to not swing at terrible pitches because this team strikes out way too much. They need to look at – they need to – like, if it's a bad pitch, they need to recognize that when they're at the plate and not bite at bad pitches. They can't give the Dodgers any 
any pitches. They can't give them any free strikes. They need to work productive at-bats and then let the pitching do what the pitching has done. And hopefully the starters will go late into a game so that the bullpen doesn't have to be taxed as much as it has because we've seen in, you know, in these past series that things have happened where guys have, you know, looked a little bit flat at times. Yeah, that, that's why that's why I said that. It's like it doesn't have to be a runner on in scoring position. Just two outs, runner on first, just get a hit, extend the inning, make him throw pitches. That's a big that's a big deal. Yeah, it's and a huge deal. The Rays do get lucky because we do get an extra day off than the Dodgers do, but I guess it does even out that the Rays have to travel and the Dodgers don't, which I don't really understand that at all. But I guess it really it kind of evens out. So I'll give them that. But the extra day off hurt, helps us a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely does. But, yeah, no, it's just – it comes down to simple things. I mean, these are the two best teams in baseball. The one – I mean, the Dodgers have been to three of the last four World Series. They have consistently been the best team in baseball, even though they haven't won a World Series title to show for it. They've shown that they are good and they can get to the World Series. And I'm sure they were relieved as hell to get there. Much, you know, not as much excited to get there, but more of just like, oh, thank God we got here. And the the Dodgers are hungry for a title. Like, like the Dodgers have been waiting for so freaking long to win a World Series title because they haven't won one since 1988. And their fans are like, oh, my God, if you don't win a World Series title, we're going to burn down Chavez Ravine tomorrow. Like, honest to God, they They'll are do going it. to burn They'll down. Do it. Exactly. They are going to burn. I don't care if the Lakers won the NBA Finals. Dodgers fans are going to burn down Chavez Ravine if they don't win a World Series because they've had now three cracks at it. And if they can't win, then they're going to be really Oh, they'd be really mad this time. So the Rays need to – so the Dodgers have all the pressure on them. Again, the Rays have no pressure on them. The Rays have no pressure. The Rays have been the – I feel like the Rays have been the underdogs this this entire postseason except for the Blue Jays series. Like, even against the Astros, I still feel like the Astros had the edge because they had the experience and we didn't. Mm. And they beat us last year. Are we talking about, like, Vegas underdogs or just in general? No, I'm 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 just talking about, like, a general underdog. Yeah. Because, like, we were underdogs against the Yankees, in my opinion. We were underdogs against the Astros due, 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 due to the things that I just said. And we're obviously underdogs against the Dodgers because the Dodgers are the best team in baseball. They had the best record in baseball. They got to the World Series. Like, literally all the pressure is on the Dodgers to win. So well, I'm definitely. sure it's going to, like, especially Kershaw, it's going to breathe down his neck during the game. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I just think we're an underdog organization. That is true. So we need to capitalize on that. kind of how we play baseball. Kershaw has the most pressure of anybody in a World Series in recent history. Any starting like, game one. We didn't even mention that. It's going to be Kershaw and Glass now in game one tomorrow, which I think will be at like eight something on Fox. I think eight, eight oh seven. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be a big game. <laughs> I picked Ray's Dodgers at the beginning of the season. As did I. I. Mean, a, a lot of people did probably. I, I picked I picked Ray. I said whoever was going to win the East was uh, was coming out of the AL, and I was 100% right. And now the Rays just have to prove it in the World Series. So, um, I mean, we're all really excited for it. Uh, again, this went a little bit long, but, I mean, there was a lot to discuss here, so I'm sure you guys enjoyed, or I hope you guys enjoyed all of the playful banter that we had and baseball conversations and life conversations because I know we got sometimes a little bit sidetracked, but, I mean, that's the Whatever. beauty of all of this. But yeah thank you to everyone for listening uh we really appreciate um all the support that you guys have given us over the over these last 12 13 episodes um make sure to listen to us on twitter or actually follow us on twitter at roof rays we're going to actually try to 
uh, post some things during the playoffs and during during the World Series and all of that. Um, hopefully post please. some of the memes that I have. Yeah, please. <laughs> We're begging you. But um, yeah, and then you can listen to us. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts um, and some other listening platforms. But yeah, from all of us, uh, stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask. Let's go. It's game one. Raise up, baby. Raise up. Raise up, baby. Let's go.